big pimpin' spinning cheese. You know why? Thug them, hug them, love them, leave them, but I don't trust or need them. Take them out the hood, keep them looking good. With diamond cuts that'll freeze them. First time they fuss, I'm breezing. Talk about what's the reasons? I'm a pimpin' every sense in the word by my Better trust and believe them. In the cut where I keep them. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Sell Streets from the Hip. We're on day number 13. As we you know, look over black history and black culture over this month. I mean, 28 days for Black History Month is kind of a slap in the face as the shortest month in the year. And 28 days is really just not enough to really go over the entirety of history that has spanned, you know, centuries. But. You know, I want to uh, focus on some of the, the highlights, some of the important parts and how those things relate to today. And, you know, discuss uh, the state of black America right now. Some of the things that I found to be really important. And one of those, you know, we're talking about love. We're talking about, you know, building relationships with people. And I think it's important to avoid certain types of, of men who are pretty much their objective is to drain women just to take as much as they can from those people and then um, leave them high and dry. Ladies, 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 man, y'all, y'all got it rough out there. Like, if you're single right now, I can imagine it being very troublesome to really navigate the dating world. You know, COVID just added another wrinkle to it. But there are a lot of men who seem appealing, but once you really get down into the 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 heart, you know, get to the meat of it, a lot of men might be able to provide like housing, might be able to provide, you know, food, uh, shelter, and sometimes provide a very lavish life, but at what cost? And I think that's the part that we really need to think of when we're um, considering relationships. You know, from a historical context, though, once upon a time, our parents, 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 we're not getting relationships because, oh, I really like this person. I love this person. You know, I want to grow old with this person. It was mostly for economic reasons. You know, they felt like this person can provide shelter, can provide food for them in exchange. You know, I can you know, take care of the home, provide them with children. And so relationships were formed more along um, lines of, of economic need, you know, the ability that. They can take care of each other. You know, two are better than one and less about I'm so in love with this person. I can't see myself without them. It was out of necessity. You know, given how long it takes to to cook, you know, 100 years ago. Um, given how long it, it would take to, you know, clean a home, that sort of thing. Like these were like all day tasks. Like before we had microwaves, 
you know, cooking was something that would take hours to do. And if you got, you know, a family of four or five, like, you're basically in the kitchen all day. So you don't really have time to go out and work the way we people do now. And so you would need someone who could provide, you know, a place to live, you know, uh, some shelter. And so if you're a man and you were like, well, if I'm at a factory or for, you know, I'm, you know, in the field as a sharecropper, whatever the case is, I don't have time to, to cook because, you know, I'm out here in the field, you know, 10, 12 hours a day or something. And if it takes, you know, hours to prepare food, uh, I don't, this is not under time in the day. And so relying on each other in that way was just um, the norm. And so it was a lot less that, you know, someone was incredibly beautiful, you know, or you really enjoy their company and you really wanted to be with this person because, you know, you like the way that it made you laugh and all that. But more, I think this person can provide, you know, a decent life for me. They can take care of the home or et cetera. But we've moved beyond that and, you know, I think part of moving beyond that is changing our expectations, moving it from just he can provide a decent life for me and that should be good enough. At the same token, it's got to be more than, oh, she looks good and, you know, maybe she can give me some children. It's got to be more than just that. But, you know, our, our parents have done a lot of things that, um, we would consider it to be outdated today, not just necessarily like our parents, but like our parents, parents and their parents. Like a lot of these ideas have been passed down, but they haven't been updated with, you know, more current information. And so as our society as a whole has evolved, some of these ideas have become a bit outdated, a bit antiquated, and it's time for a bit of an overhaul. Which, you know, brings us up to today where we have a lot of men who feel like as long as I'm providing for her, as long as she has, you know, food to eat, a place to stay, she got, you know, nice clothes to wear and all that. I've done my job and I don't have to do anything else. And I think that we should be asking more because taking care of your home is the bare minimum. It's not really what makes someone a great partner. It's just the the baseline you know this is where you want to start from not where you want to finish so the second thing that I would really want to point out when uh, building relationships and whatnot you know trying to avoid certain types of men who feel like all I had to do is you know just provide something you know take advantage of social media you know, if they have a Facebook or a Twitter or whatever, look and see what they post. Because people are going to tell you the truth about themselves through social media. Now, you might look and see one post, and that post might not really be full of factual information. But if you look at the entirety of what they have said, you know, what they retweeted and whatnot, you'll get a very good idea of who this person is and what they're about. And people tend to be honest when you look at all of it and an individual post might not be that truthful, but look, look at all of it and you'll get a good picture of who that person is. I mean, heaven forbid they have a YouTube channel or they make music or something. Um, 
And I say all that, so you've got to do your research. You know, you've got to understand the person that you're considering dating. I mean, even Beyonce got fucked over by Jay-Z. I mean, he's basically said more than once, like, he doesn't have that much respect for women. Like, he's not really there concerned about their well-being. He's just there to get something and move on to the next thing. And somehow Beyonce felt like she would be immune to that. And I'm not trying to justify what he did. I'm excusing it anyway. But I feel like you, when you go into these situations, you should go in armed. Like you should understand this is what I'm getting into. If this person has said in their own music multiple times that this is how they are, this is how they're going to be, don't be surprised when you get hit with that. I mean, look at this line. I mean, hang on. This guy has to say the line twice and then he stops the music the second time to say it. So that's very clear where he stands. Like this a very clear this is my position. If she catch me cheating, I'll never tell her sorry. And not only that, he's not saying like I may or may not cheat. He's being very clear that it's going to happen. And when it does, I'm not even going to try to hide it well. And, you know, when she finds out about it, I'm not going to apologize. Like, this is just who I am. And so you have to go into these kind of situations. You have to understand, like, this is what I'm getting myself into. So you don't get caught off guard. Like, the information is out there. Like, this dude has a full catalog. And somehow people still get bamboozled. It's like, oh, I can't believe it happened to me. It's like, but he's telling you. He's very clearly like, hey, this is the kind of person that I am. Here's another example. We are the best if we climb. You want me to put a dick in a spine. Take a shopping and keep up from crime. You don't think you want of a kind. Like, hang on. So he's basically saying, I'm not necessarily going to treat you right. You are going to cry. But I'll just spend some money on you. And you have to be very careful about people who, instead of treating you right, treating you with respect, you know, giving you the love and the attention that you feel like you deserve, would rather just throw some money at you so you quit bothering them with your feelings and, you know, how you're being treated and whatnot. It's very telling when people go the route of, you know, just throwing money at something. And unfortunately, a lot of women fall into this notion that, well, if he spends X amount of dollars on me, then he must really care about me. And that's unfortunately very rarely the case. Like just because a man spends some money on it doesn't mean that he has any respect for you. It doesn't mean that he holds you in high regard at all. So I say all that to say, um, ladies, love yourselves and be mindful of the He's a smooth operator.